What's up, everybody? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, the video game podcast with no rules. Except there is one rule, and that rule is that there are no rules. I'm Andy, but I guess you guys should know that at this point. If not, I mean, you probably wish you didn't know that. I probably, yeah. I mean, welcome, I guess, for the first episode. It's weird to see the number 29 and like, yep, that's the one I want to listen to, but welcome. Eh, you know. Anyway, I guess. Amara's here as well. Hey. So we are still in the midst of the introverts utopia known as the worldwide coronavirus quarantine. Everybody's still at home, hanging out, trying not to get sick, washing their hands literally every five minutes. That's, you know, our lives now. Yep. So we also hope everybody is staying safe and healthy. We also thank all of our healthcare workers again, all the grocery store workers, all the people that are essential workers that are continuing to do their jobs. Even though it may seem that they don't want to or are not appreciated for it, we appreciate the hell out of you. We hope everybody's st staying safe, healthy, and also entertained. Nothing is happening. Sports aren't happening. Everything's closed. And you're sick of watching Breaking Bad for the fifth time in the past year. It's a great show, but... I've only seen the first season. I've seen three episodes. <clears throat> oh, like, then how can you say it's a great show? I'm, everybody says it's a great show. So and it's that whenever you say, hey, what's a good show? They're like, oh, Breaking Bad is so good. Have you seen Breaking that, Bad? That one Vine where he's like, you haven't seen Breaking Bad? No, I've seen it. Oh, oh. Hey, what are you guys talking about? I'm talking about Breaking Bad. You haven't seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. Like, it's a, that and The Wire. Like, everybody's like, you haven't seen The Wire? I always laugh I when I hear The Wire. I think about uh, The League where he's like doing the Make-A-Wish with the little kid. And he's like, you ever see The Wire? It's a seven-year-old. He's like, no. He's like. You should. It's a great show. Brutal shit. I've heard it's a good show, but I've never watched it. Well, is, is in any The Wire's FX, right? I think so. Yeah, so FX I don't think has, it's on anymore. FX has a ton of their original programming up on Hulu now, and I know yeah. HBO just released like a shit ton of their programming for free. I should watch it, but I'm not going to. And I this, finally finished the last season of Silicon Valley. This, this episode is not about TV shows. No. This is about video games. Mm-hmm. All right, in this quarantine... Video game TV shows? No. Or TV shows turned into video games? Maybe. That's NCIS, probably anybody? That's probably better than the other way. Ugh. So people are going to be bored during this whole entire quarantine, which may last another month or two. Or Who a knows? year. Yeah. We never may, may never recover from this. Who knows? We may be just stuck in our homes. We may be living out the movie Bubble Boy for the rest of our lives. We never know. But people are bored and they need a release... Well, we at the Board Certified Gaming Podcast have heard your call and are going to use this episode to list some of the games that we think keep you occupied while this pandemic basically takes away everything we love in terms of entertainment and things to keep us sane. So this episode is kind of for everybody, whether you're a lifelong gamer that's just like, man, I don't, don't have anything else to play when in reality you have like 10 games in your backlog. But you're just like, ah, oh, there's just nothing. I don't have any games to play. Or if you're, you've got games, you you've just got don't games. Play them. You just need to look. Or if you're a casual gamer who's just looking to kind of broaden your horizons a little bit, you don't know where to go. Or if you're just brand new to gaming, you have zero idea what you're doing. Or if you don't have any experience with games and you're like, you know what? Maybe I'll take up video games. That sounds like something that I could do at home or something I can do with relative ease as long as I get the materials to do so. So this is kind of for everybody. Whether you're a lifelong gamer or you're making your first foray into it, there's always a game for everybody or stuff that you'll, you know, everybody will dig. So we're going to get into some of that. But first, 
follow our Twitter at BCG Podcast, at BCG Podcast on Twitter. It's great. We tweet stuff. You get updates. You get fun tweets from us, mainly me. But that's okay. I'd like to think I'm funnier than I probably actually am. Mm. But whatever. No one's laughing. <laughs> at Board Certified Gaming Podcast on Instagram for visual people who like pictures. That's there. And then we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. Maybe contribute to our Patreon. We'd appreciate it. We're just doing this for you guys because we love doing it. I mean, we're going to keep going anyway, but... I mean, yeah, free. nothing's really stopping us. It's not feel like free. we can go to the bar or anything. Yeah, we can't do anything else, so this is what our... This is keeping us occupied. This is what we do for fun. So we're going to be listing some longer games, games in like a series, games with interesting stories or cool art styles. Just kind of some universally known good games or some personal favorites of ours. Speaking of games, can I tell something out real quick? Sure, go ahead. So... Andy sold me his uh, 360. So I'm Xbox 360 that I've had for, like for fucking years. ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to like go through like all my back catalogs and stuff like that. I'm also trying to look for games with you know easy gamer score that aren't backwards compatible to yep. boost that achievement. One of the games I was looking at here, when you click on the use section, you know how it gives you different sellers, and some are fulfilled by Amazon. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Inacceptable condition. Game comes in generic case. Thanks for your order. God bless. Hebrews 13.5. Cool. It's for a copy of fucking CSI, dog. I mean, God bless CSI. Well, if I say God bless, do I get like five bucks off? Instead of 11.88? Read that again. Inacceptable condition. Game comes in generic case. Thanks for your order. God bless. Hebrews 13.5. Pretty sure that's not a Bible verse, but maybe in the new one. I don't know. I don't think Let's so. look up Hebrews. What's Hebrews? It's a chapter or whatever of the Bible, but I'm pretty Keep sure it your lives have... free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So keep your lives free from the love of money, meaning I should contact them and be like, you don't need this $11. Comes in original case. Give me <laughs> the game. No, in a generic case. A generic case. And God said upon to the <laughs> and God said, in, "Give me CSI on Xbox 360." <laughs> Just put a Bible verse in there. Okay, thanks, bro. <laughs> so we're gonna be listing some games. Any DLC content may slash will be expired. Which one is it? It's either it it, it might or it just is. Yeah, you should know what day it is. That's always a good feeling, though, when you buy a pre-owned game from GameStop and it's got a code in there. Oh, yeah, works. they're like, trials help me so much. I think I bought an uh, NHL 13 once because when I was living with uh, one of my buddies in our first apartment, I was like, fuck it, let's pick up a hockey game. And the uh, 3v3 NHL arcade, they had the code in there that they just didn't use. That's great. So yeah. It was like, sweet free game. I spent more time playing that than I did NHL I used NHL a lot 13. of Xbox Live trials that way. Just because they would have the two-day trial codes in there, and oh, I just yeah. got like three of them. I just had like a week of Xbox Live. I, I still have for. um, I still have from when I got my Elite controller the two weeks of Game Pass. Maybe we can do like a giveaway or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, maybe. Just maybe we'll try that. Who knows? They, they won't let me use it. Yeah. So we're gonna list some games. We're gonna talk about why we kind of dig them, why they're cool, why they're universally known as great games, why you might like them, and then kind of what they are. Just be so you're not like completely going in blind. There's gonna be a lot of different categories. A lot of these might overlap. Some are definitely 
long games, but they're also very interesting and have good stories and have are very pretty to look at. So we just think that they're mostly going to be known for this category, and we can talk about that later. We'll you know, bring it up like this is also applies in this category, but for right now, we're going to you know hopefully cover every base and let everybody have something that either they can play, try, look up, and maybe see if it's interesting. Obviously, maybe check out a trailer, check out some gameplay, check out a synopsis, you know, see what you might be interested in. If you're just new to gaming and have no idea what you don't like, this is definitely crucial. If you have no idea what you even like or don't like or what you'd be into, maybe, you know, sprinkle a little of this in, try it. There are plenty of services like Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation yep. Now, yep. all these other services that it's like, hey, if you want to try this, you're not really locked in. You don't have to buy a physical copy. You can just, all right, for a month, try it out. Turns out it's not for me. You spent $14, $15, or $1 if you're joining Xbox Game Pass, usually. So just give it a shot. The consoles cost money, and we don't want you to make a foolish investment. If you're already a gamer, and if you're like, you know what, I've played some of these already, maybe play them again. Maybe we'll remind you of how awesome these are. And you're like, you know what, I missed that game. I had a ton of fun with that. I'm going to pick it up and play it again. So hopefully somebody gets something out of this. That would be great. The first category we're going to get into is games we like for their art style. Yeah. Just like how they look. And it's just like, this is a beautiful game that is super interesting. That it's like, you know what? Even just looking at it, not necessarily playing it, you just get lost in how great it looks. First one is Horizon Zero Dawn. It's a good game. Which I think is a great game. I still have to finish that one. Me too, but I've played enough of it to like get how it looks and get how it plays. Yeah, well, especially if you've got a PS4 Pro. It's yeah. a fucking great So this game. is on PlayStation only, PlayStation 4 only. It is a game about the future, but it feels like everything's in the past. So you're like hunting robots with a bow and arrow, if that makes sense. And it's like this futuristic world with like robot dinosaurs, robot animals, and then but almost like people which is there are no guns there there's just only bow and arrows and stuff and just knives and spears and stuff and then you're just trying to explore this huge world which is very beautiful to look at and a badass protagonist Aloy is awesome and it's a really cool story and we think you'd enjoy it just because it looks pretty it's you're just playing a badass character who just does nothing but just rocks it all day and, you know, kind of thinking this new world is something that hopefully we don't get to. But I mean, <sighs> I don't know, I'm down for We're robot animals. There. But if it's to the point where if it's I gotta like hunt we got to hunt robot animals, I don't know if I'm into that. So I'd rather just have a PB&J. Probably. Horizon Zero Dawn is pretty awesome. And I'm going to talk about another one that I have personal experience with. And that's Void Bastards, which I think is really cool. So Void Bastards is this weird game with like a comic book style and it's on Xbox game pass. So you could download, yeah, I remember you were talking to me yeah, about, you this can download really Xbox game pass and then play it instantly. It's a, got a comic book style, but it's like this, you're sent, you are a prisoner sent to do a bunch of stuff and you're just, you know what? Hey, we recruited you. We want you to go get this. We want you to go do this or go kill this. And you're like, okay, I'll go do it. But when you die, you become a new prisoner. They take your, not soul, but they take your like essence and then put it into another prisoner. They're like, all right, now you're this prisoner. And then it changes up who you are, what you look like, what you're good at, what your skills are. 
every single time you die. And then you go, okay, we're sending you right back out to go do that thing. And it's just this funky art style that looks like you're in a comic book. And it just looks awesome. So go try Void Bastards. It's really cool. It's a kind of not super popular game. Like I don't think a lot of people have heard about it, but just playing it and just the art style alone is really awesome. Even if it's not technically like super intricate or complicated, just the story's cool. It's interesting and very pretty to look at. So the next one is Cuphead. Have you played that? I have tried Cuphead. Yeah, did you get pissed? Yes, I did. <laughs> very Not very successfully, I played Cuphead. Cuphead is a very cool game where you are basically cartoon cups. You're basically Mickey Mouse, but he's got a cup for a head. Okay. If I could describe it as that. It would be basically like an old Disney movie kind of art style. And your character is basically Mickey Mouse with a cup as a head. And you are basically beating bosses and traversing this side scroller. And you can play with a friend as well. It's co-op. But it's very hard. It's very difficult. Like bosses do not die very easily. It's very complex. Was it like a Metroidvania kind of game? Kind of that. Like it's just. I keep being told to buy the game. I just never really got around to it. I, it's I, I don't do well. I don't do all the games that piss the shit out of me. Me either. Like I'm not. If you are willing to take the punishment of a game that's not forgiving, that looks awesome the whole way, that you're like, oh my God, this is like an old cartoon. It's like they won a bunch of awards for art style for a reason because it looks just awesome. And I think that makes up for a little bit of the, I am going to pull my hair out right now because I cannot beat this. So maybe try out Cuphead. It's available on Nintendo Switch and Xbox 360 or Xbox One, I think. I don't think it's available on PS4 not sure mm, no i don't think so i think it is only just um down to those two consoles because i know sony and uh, yeah i think there's there's, sony. A, there's a microsoft there's, there's a, a lot of games that are there. coming out on the switch that are like xbox they games have a relationship they have a relationship yeah. i think ps4 or Keep sony sony and nintendo switch they got beef so they're not they're not going together the next one two is japanese giants getting mad at each other i mean it makes sense so the next game is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, I know you said you like this one. I am enjoying this game. I'm in the middle of playing it just because it's kind of difficult, meaning it's it's not difficult in meaning of complex to understand. It's very simplistic, but it's very interesting in that it literally says play it with headphones. If you play it with headphones, you are basically going to hear what your character is thinking and like what the thoughts are going through her head. Because she, this is basically a game about mental illness kind of and dealing with that in the guise of basically dealing with a Celtic story. So there's a lot of like gods and a lot of like lore and Norse gods and stuff like that. And then you're just hearing all these whispers in your headphones, basically in the back of your head. That's like almost like you're hearing them. Like, why'd you do that? That's stupid. Like, she's going the wrong way. It's like just trippy as hell and you should play it. It's the, it's a very pretty game to look at as well. It's a very pretty game, but the gameplay mechanic and just putting that all together in this awesome story is just really cool. And it's on Xbox Game Pass. Try that out. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. It's very well acted, very well voiced. Looks awesome. The gameplay combat is not... Uh, it's kind of Dark Souls-y where it's kind of tough and you got to just dodge most of the time. And then but that one, don't you get to like pick your difficulty? So if you wanted to just... No. 
You don't no. get to pick a difficulty. It's just that. I thought that was one of those games you nope. can just pick a difficulty. Nope. To you just get story. right in and you just jump right into it and it's just awesome. And if you don't play it with headphones, you lose out on the experience. So this isn't technically an art style, but it's just like it's a gameplay style that it's like no other game is really like this where it requires, not requires, but it tells you to put on headphones for a reason. Right. So it's just awesome. So I want you to talk about this one because I haven't actually played this. Mirror's Edge. I like Mirror's Edge. Yeah. It's fun. I've heard Which one are we talking, though? I mean, both of them you can... Yeah. There are two. There's a Mirror's Edge and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, Catalyst. That's the second one. That one I played a little bit of, not yeah. a whole lot. But it's a pretty game. Yeah, it's fun. First person, um, like parkour style game. You play as this girl, Faith. That one, like, I don't know, short story. It's pretty to look at, but... I mean, you're. That's definitely one of those games where it's like, I don't know if you want to get it done over a weekend or over a it's week. It's a game, yeah. yeah. You're jumping from roof to roof. Like, basically, picture you on a city, like you're on a roof and you're just jumping and doing all this parkour and stuff, which is naturally going to look pretty damn cool. Catalyst is a lot more open world than yeah. the first one is. So, definitely. I mean, I would just start with the first one just for the sake of starting with it because it's probably, yeah. I mean, both you'll find under like 10 bucks, but. Catalyst, the first one, Mirror's Edge, I played it on the 360, and that one was very linear in terms of this is where you can go, this is what you can do. Yeah. Catalyst, like, really opens up and lets you, like, kind of explore on your own. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, it just sounds like it's, it's not renowned, like, oh, my God, the prettiest game you've ever seen, but it's, you are parkour, doing parkour over roofs. It's, like, definitely a game that's, like, okay, this is, kind of a simple concept in that you're not really shooting people you're not going in and like doing a bunch of complex things but you're trying to figure out these how to get around how to avoid people how to dodge things right over these giant rooftops which is awesome so mirror's edge go check that out and mirror's edge catalyst which is the second one so the last one in kind of art style gameplay interesting whatever is we happy few i've enjoyed the hell out of this game and it makes me want to be british a little bit so this game I is, don't think this was the one that made you want to be British. You've okay. always wanted to be British. I guess, maybe. But so this game is essentially the one word I could describe it as is trippy. Yeah. Because it's or psychedelic, if you will. It's very like 60s in terms of how it feels. It's like you're in 60s Britain, but everything is like dark and dreary. Because stuff happens. I mean, life, world, the world isn't great. It's Especially now, it's not in a great place. So it might get there. But the whole crux of the plot is that everybody is required to take these happy pills, which make everything seem like it's great. But the people that don't and refuse or you know don't want to have to be, oh, I don't want to live in this fantasy world where the world is actually great. I want to actually be a realist or live in you know, the real world. They're exiled. They're cast out. They are left to fend for themselves outside of the city. And then your character has to kind of meander through both. You have to navigate your way through this while also like, but I don't want to, but I want to be able to access the city and figure out what's going on. So you sometimes take the pill, but you're like, you know what, this is just to make sure that they can't see through what the disguise is they don't know what i'm up to so it's kind of stealthy it's adventure it's like well i want to go over there and but i so i have to either dodge this guy or hit him and knock him out and run away or do all these other things and then it's just set. or you just get high 
Or you can just sit I mean, in a room just and high. just take 90 pills. It's just yeah. very, it's very interesting. And like, it's just a weird kind of world that might happen someday, but it's like taking an extreme. Like what if the pharmaceutical industry basically ran everything? So it's just really cool. And that makes you want to have a British accent. <laughs> At least did that for me. <laughs> so that's kind of like pretty games that were like you know what these are definitely interesting for the way they look and kind of how they run with that these games take an art style and they're like this is a gameplay basically a game based on that art style and uses that art style to make it a really fun game these next ones are going to be longer ones these are ones that are like they're going to take a lot of your time because <laughs> this will get you through the quarantine maybe even by themselves just yeah. because there's so much stuff to do so much it may be a grind. Some of these are less grindy than others just because there's you get distracted. You get distracted enough where it's like, oh, what's over there? I'm going to go over there. That's on the way to where I'm going, so I'm going to stop there quick, get whatever is I can see what I can do there, and then maybe make it to that point. Oh, hey, what's over there? Like You get distracted a lot. So the first one I'm going to mention is Fallout, the Fallout series. Fallout is great. Hopefully we don't get there as well. A lot of these games are post-apocalyptic, which I hope we do not get there. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, I'm going to highlight. Fallout 4, if you want to go continue in the series. Fallout 1 and 2 are on PC. Those are completely different games than Fallout 3, which is on consoles. And then further, they Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76. Those are the Fallout franchise, I guess we'll say, whether you want to play 1 or 2. They're all post-apocalyptic. A lot of nuclear warfare happened, but yet people were in vaults. They were hanging out underground, waiting for it all to be over. And then one way or another, your character, whether it be someone who is already up there, someone who is, grew up in the vaults, someone who was doing something else, you are now living in that post-apocalyptic world and trying to exist or trying to either figure out where your dad is, figure out who is coming after you, try and save the world, basically. But... You're trying to exist in a world with where everybody is just, it's no rules. It's kind of like a Mad Max, kind of like just no rules, except the only rule is that there, is there no are rules. no rules. Kind of like this podcast. So, Damn, so. You, you just try to exist without dying. You try to like, hey, you want, I'm collecting all this stuff. I'm trying to get whatever they use as currency now, but this guy's trying to take it because there's no police. There's no anything. It's just society is whatever it is. There's gangs, there's crews, there's cities that are made fallout new vegas is awesome because it's basically what las vegas is but just like hey we're gonna this is we brought back vegas so it's like we made our own casinos based out of the buildings that remain and there's all these people that are like trying to have some semblance of society and it's just so cool there's just so much stuff to do hundreds of side quests that gets you distracted hundreds of areas to travel it's just awesome and you spend hundreds not hundreds maybe but Dozens and dozens of hours just exploring this giant area and figuring out what you can do and just surviving and living, and it's awesome. So Fallout, the Fallout franchise, it's all of the games except 76 have been well-received. You'll get a good, like, 40 to 60 hours, especially out if you, like, really game. take your time. Out easy. Each oh, game, yeah. easy, and you can continue through. They're not really in a series, meaning that three goes into four, which or goes into New Vegas. Yeah, they're, they're all usually separate all separate cities at different times. Yeah, they're usually like a few years apart yeah. with different. So like, you can yeah. pick up one of them and it doesn't matter. 
Like, just pick one up and, like, you know what? I'm going to play Fallout 3 or I'm going to switch to Fallout New Vegas. It's just that's the next one. It's a different area. There's Washington, Washington D.C., New or the Vegas area, Vegas, California edge border, and West Virginia is 76. Four is Boston. Like, it's just awesome areas that it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. All the monuments are there, but it's, like, kind of repurposed in this post-apocalyptic world. It's just really cool. I love Fallout. And then with that, they are made by the same company. So Bethesda makes Fallout games, if you didn't know that already. They also make a game called Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls, in the series. It's kind of like... Those will get you... Yes. Bethesda makes games that are huge and take a long time to complete and finish everything. And you eventually will not. Because by the time you do, the next one will come out. So Elder Scrolls Skyrim, if you have not heard of that, I don't know how. It's on literally every system. Even your Alexa unit has Didn't you tell me that you tried that? I tried it. It's not that interesting. It's just kind of like, (laughs) yeah, go right. Do you want to hit the guy? Okay, yeah, I want to hit the guy. Okay, you found another guy. Do you want to hit the guy? Yeah, I want to hit the guy. Perfect. So Skyrim is basically Fallout, but no guns. And it's in kind of like a knights, dragons, that kind of world. So it's Fallout, that kind of mechanics where you're exploring, doing side quests, going through caves, killing things, gathering weapons, upgrading your skills, getting more armor, meeting people, all that other stuff, just in a different universe, like knights, dragons versus post-apocalyptic. I think on GameFAQs, like Skyrim is still one of like the top message boards for like multiple different systems. And there's tons of mods and stuff for it. Yeah, people just do, they can't get enough of that game. I mean, like I liked it. It's fine. I've played it multiple times. Fuck man, 600 plus hours of that? No, thank you. But it'll, these games last you a long ass time. It's just, there's so much stuff that distracts you. And it's not like an unwelcome distraction. It's like, oh, okay, I want, I do want to go over there. That looks really interesting. I want to see what's <laughs> over there. Three hours later, you're like, fuck, what was I doing? Yeah, and you just get lost. So that's Fallout. The next one is basically like high school, if you want to go back. Persona 5, which Amar I love it. has put in I love it. 150 hours total. Um, More. More than that. So Persona 5. It, it takes about the time high school does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Persona 5, I beat the vanilla game in 110 hours. I did a new game plus run, but I stopped around the fourth fourth dungeon, which is about 30, 40 hours in. So that's 150 roughly. And then now I'm playing Persona 5 Royal. Which is which, like a DLC version of the game. It's like the deluxe version, yeah. like the definitive edition. Game so, with DLC. Yeah, there's changes and stuff like that. But that one I'm 45 hours into. He's almost put up 200 hours on this thing. I'm going to have to play another 50 hours before I can see the third semester. Yeah. That's like what's it, keeping me going. You are basically a kid living through high school but you have a secret life as a phantom thief phantom thief. yeah don't 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 butcher this phenomenal game you go ahead then this will tell me about it this will i don't want to i don't want to do it in injustice you should play it it's actually they just dropped it on ps now i should so you can I don't spend know. 10 bucks it's it's long for sure it's a, a lot very of, long game a lot of the persona games are though but does it feel like a grind like high school did no it doesn't. It keeps you interested. In- it feels kind of like a grind for me now just because I already played through the main game and I'm just trying to like truck through the main yeah. game again so I can see the third semester. Um, but when I first, like if you've never played through any of the Persona Time games. Time flies. Yeah. 
it flies, but you get very, at least for me in Persona 5, I got very invested in the characters. Yeah. You're like, I want to see where, where this goes. Yeah, I didn't even give a shit about the battles. I didn't care about, you know, going into mementos, going into dungeons. I literally yeah. just wanted to fucking hang out with the characters and learn everything about them. Every little thing. Like, I was so hyper-focused on maxing out the confidants, seeing, you know, every little detail of everyone's story. There's... In the vanilla game, I think there's 20 different confidants. Wow. Each with 10 ranks. That's, yeah, that's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it never really felt like a grind unless if you made it be one. It's it, It'll feel like a grind if you play the game and you're like, I just want to get to the end of it. But if you fall in love with the characters and you want to see the character developments for everybody, it's... Those hours are going to be worth it in the end. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna see yourself. 110 the time hours going by. 110 hours flew by in the vanilla game, and I right away just started a new game plus because I didn't even wait. I was like, I gotta fucking play through yeah. this again. And that's the thing with these long games is that when you get to like playing 60 hours, and you're like, I forgot what happened in the first hour. I want to go back and play it again, play it a different way, see if that changes anything. Well, and the writing in this one too is just it's yeah. very good. Yeah. You know, if you can kind of get past like the normal kind of weird tropes about you know Japanese RPG yeah. games. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's, you know, I can easily sink hundreds of hours into it without even batting an eye. So a lot of these games have one thing in common is that they are RPGs or role-playing games. Best kinds of games. Best kind of games, which role-playing games lend themselves to go very long because you are creating your character and your character's experiences live or lives and stats and all these other things armors how you want to play it you want to be an archer instead of going in with just like a two-handed sword fine you want to in persona if you want to like focus on just this way of doing things instead of just i just want to be this kind of person i want to be an asshole i want to be a good guy i want to help these people i want to destroy this group which affects this whole different thing there's so many choices to make so many different ways you can do it which is why even if you play it one time you might want to play it another time just to like, okay, time. there and are things time. I, and another and time. 17 times because there's things that you've missed or things that you're like, well, I want to do it this way. Maybe tweak it a little bit and try and see what this gets me. Because a lot of these RPGs at the end, they say, okay, here's what your choices ended up being. Right. This is what happened because of what you did and the choices you made. So they're long games. RPGs do not shy away from them because it may seem like a grind or that they may seem like 40, 50 hour games. You might need that this time, especially with the quarantine. You might you don't have shit to do. You might have something that you, you need might as to, well go hang out with a bunch of high schoolers for 120 hours. Yeah, you got to pass time. So these are perfect games for doing that. And another one that I want to mention is just basically anything by the company Rockstar. So Rockstar Games makes a lot of giant RPG games that are just super huge worlds, especially recently. Those are no-brainers, though. Everyone's going to be playing yeah. GTA. If you Red have Dead. not heard of Grand Theft Auto right now, play it. It's awesome. There are multiple versions of Grand Theft Auto that you can play that are just... Basically, you live and you do whatever you want. You can uh, commit crime, steal cars. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that hasn't played I Grand Theft Auto. I am just saying, this is for everybody. This episode is for everybody, whether you've played it, haven't played it in a while, have never heard of it. I guarantee you they've heard yes, of it. but... Anything by Rockstar, whether it be Grand Theft Auto series of how many games, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Six, six or seven GTA games. L.A. Noir, which is more of a detective story, but it's you're in Los Angeles in the like 20s or something. Or in the, sorry, in the 50s, 40s. I don't know. I thought I the game was after, set in the like, 30s. I think it's after World War II. 
40s or 50s? Maybe. We have the internet. Yeah, look it up. If it's in the... Th- it's either after World... I think it's after World War II, because I think one of the plot points is the guy is in World War II. Pretty sure. Because he was like a... Uh, it's 1947. 47. So yeah, so, like right after World War II. During... No, after. Two years after World War II. Two years after. World War II ended in... During 40, the 40s. Five. Late 40s. Ended at 45. So that I mean, these, nobody was depressed, and it no, wasn't great anymore. It's Los Angeles in the four, late forties, and you're a detective going a through all of, of these cocaine. cases. Yes, it's just Rockstar has a very keen skill of making huge games and taking putting detail. They basically created Los Angeles in GTA Five. They're like, here is a video game version of Los Angeles that you can drive around, essentially, and they're only getting bigger. Red Dead Redemption Two is huge. Old West, if you have never heard of that. So it's either open world Old West, open world modern day Los Angeles, open world detective game, old Los Angeles. Like there's just awesome areas that you want to explore and do whatever you want in. And it's pretty cool. So anything by Rockstar, go ahead. And I will mention The Witcher 3. It's an RPG I'm still working on. It's very fun. It's you're basically a guy that goes and is a contracted killer of demons and monsters because nobody else will. There's also a TV show about it on Netflix, starring Henry Cavill, if you want to watch that or have. I think it's Henry Cavill. No idea. I'll say Cavill. Cavill. Cavill is stupid. Cable. Caviezel? Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Caviezel? Caviezel? Oh, who cares? Caviezel. So it's a very fun game, very interesting. If you like old dragons, demons, lore, stuff like that, or if you like the show and you're like, you know what, I want more of the show, there's a whole game about that. Or vice versa. If you want to play the, if you play the game already, go watch the show. You got Xbox pretty. Game Pass. You know what's an honorable mention? What? Fable One, Fable Two, and Fable. Fable 3. series. I was going to get to because it's a series, but all the Fable games are fantastic. I didn't see that you put it in the notes yeah, here because Amar did not read. They're not in the notes. I'm reading. It's down there. Where? And the literally last line. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the series. I thought it was only one page. Yeah. So, games in a series is coming. Honorable mention. Just wanted to honorable talk about mention. It right away. Well, I don't mention it later. We'll mention it now. Fable Personas games. And Fable games are very long too. Fable is kind of that old school like magic dragons. I don't think there are dragons in Fable, but it's like magic. I don't think I've played Fable three. I have. It's See, fun. I thought I did. I own it somehow. It's I don't know how fun. I owned it, but it's I, very. Fun. I know I played one and two, but. I was like looking through like my uh, yeah. gamer tag and I've never played. Three, it's a I typical guess. RPG where your choices matter and you need to do certain things, impress certain people, make certain moves, and then improve yourself in certain ways. There are kind of storylines like in three, I think there's like a revolution that you need to something make. like that. And yeah. then two, you are trying to avenge the death of your sister and stop this evil guy. It's just cool stories that are in this mystical environment where there's magic and there's different kinds of enemies and it's all either sword or gun it's very cool fable is awesome i enjoy that that's kind of a simple game to easy to get into as well these aren't very complex games they just take place over a long period of time because there's so much stuff to do so much side quests so much side everything it's awesome and i love it i'm gonna go play so now we're gonna get into the people that may not have any experience with gaming might have kids who are like i need to entertain my kids and i might pick up a game system is there anything they might enjoy, but not too, you know, dastardly and murdery and all these like rated R game, rated M games, rated R movies. Like I have kids, 
or I want to start gaming with my kid, or I might want to take pickup gaming, but I'm very scared at all the things that it looks like I'm going to have to do. It looks like I'm not going to be good at it or enjoy it. We're going to talk about a couple of starter games, family-friendly games, kid-friendly games that anybody can pick up and anybody can figure out pretty easily. First one is Animal Crossing. That one just came out. We had an episode on it, too. We did. We have, a, great we have an episode about Animal Crossing, so if you really want to learn more about that, you can hear about that episode. It's just an easy game to understand, easy to pick up, easy to kind of figure out. But if you're player two, you might not have that much instruction given to you. But then again, you can always ask player one. So you get an island. You are meeting animal neighbors. Very kid-friendly, very easy, very repetitive, but takes all the time in the world out of my day. So that's I love that. Next one is The Sims. If you haven't heard Sims, of The Sims, yeah. Sims is very easy to understand. It's, it's Animal Crossing, it's Animal but like Crossing, not as fun. It's Animal Crossing, but human people, not animals. And also, you, you, have, jobs you have jobs. You basically, you fuck, it, it's kids. a life simulator. Yeah. Animal Crossing and this are basically life simulators, except Sims, I would say, is more realistic. Ah. Kind of. You can, like, hang out with death and, like... Yeah, but, like, yeah. Animal Crossing, I'm in debt, like... Without Sims, just right Sims. from the beginning, I don't. Sims, you're like building a house, like changing the furniture. Who's you're, got that kind of money? You're, you can create your friends in it. You can create other people. You can change the way you look. If you've been like, oh, I want to get a new job. I want to buy this thing. I want to improve my house. Have a, a cookout. Meet other people. Have a neighborhood. It's awesome. It's just like a life simulator. Which, if there are multiple versions of it out now, go play it. It's mostly on PC, I think. Is it on console? I have no idea. Yeah, no, they have Sims, Sims 3 and 4 on console. Yeah. So go, yeah, go you can just it do out. a lot more. It's like a lot easier to do shit when it's yeah. on uh excuse me. It's a lot easier to do shit when it's on the yeah. PC. So next is basically any sports game. You know what sports are. I know you know. You're like not lacrosse? stupid. Look oh god. If they make a <laughs> lacrosse game, I'm giving up on video games. They Side note, I hate lacrosse. Sorry. If you play lacrosse out there, I let me know in the comments that you do, and I will shame you. Pretty sure somebody made a lacrosse video game. God, I hope not. So any sports game, if you have Casey a... Casey Powell lacrosse 18. That fucking sucks. It's available on PS4, Xbox I bet it's Windows. a garbage game. Um, What's its Metacritic score? Like three? Should be. I don't think lacrosse is terrible. It. But I love lacrosse, man. You get to... Combine a lot of the sports like football, soccer, hockey, butterfly catching. You know, it's Casey great. Powell is apparently a professional lacrosse player. Well, he sounds like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing about the guy. Uh, I he's just retired. Don't. Okay, well, good. So any sports game, if you like football, Madden is out there. If you like soccer or football, FIFA is out there. These are, if you like basketball. Pro Evolution Soccer too. Or Pro Evolution Soccer. If you like basketball, NBA 2K is out there. If you like baseball, MLB The Show. If you like hockey, NHL is out there. There are also other kind of games that have been out. Like if you like NFL, but you don't want to play like legitimate football, there's like NFL Street. There's NBA Street. There's FIFA Street. There's Super Mario Strikers. There's like all these other games that take the sport and kind of adjust it in terms of either they make it in a cartoon or a different universe, or they kind of change up the rules a little bit, but it's just the same sport. So there are a lot of sports games out there that you could easily get your hands on and figure out how to hold it, you know, how the controller works, what kind of buttons that remember where they are, know what you're going to kind of doing, but also understand you don't have to be taught the rules. If you know football, but you don't really know video games, you could probably figure out a football video game because you know what you want to do. You just got to make sure to memorize what the buttons 
are doing. If you, you got can 50 bucks burning a hole in your pocket, you can buy Casey Powell across $50 for a digital copy. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> no way. Never in a million years. I wouldn't even pay 50 cents for that game. What if it was Never. gifted to you for free? I would return it. Or what re-gift are the, it. The games of gold, you would just not hit. No. <laughs> Never. Lacrosse sucks. <laughs> so I haven't played these recently, but if racing is your thing, if you love cars. Forza. Forza. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is more... I always thought that was IndyCar, but that's not. No, that's Formula One. That's for, Formula One. That's gotcha. different. Because Gran Turismo is just... Or I, is that NASCAR? Because the NASCAR has their NASCAR own is not IndyCar. That's the whole point, is that it's NASCAR and IndyCar. So IndyCar Formula, Formula One is IndyCar. That's like the lower one with like the thing in front. And they're open. Yeah. Okay. The NASCAR is like the you're they're driving like a Mustang or something. So yeah. They but all look like fucking Toyota yes. Corollas running in a circle to me. <laughs> they just drive Acuras. Everybody just they're drives just yeah, they're painted Toyota Corollas, basically. Yeah. It's like, oh you got in this fucking four. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, so you hate lacrosse, I fucking hate NASCAR. Like true. I just I, okay, cool. So Forza, and there's a difference between Forza, Forza Motorsport, and Forza, Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon is more open world driving, right? Yes. Whereas Forza Motorsport is more racing. That's more of like the... That's more Gran Turismo racing, which Gran Turismo Correct. is just racing. Need for Speed is well, they, I think they basically all Gran these Turismo, games on drugs. I think they released Gran Turismo Sport, which was Something supposed like to be yeah. like their version of Horizon. Yeah, but, but I failed to get excited for so that the, one. The difference is Gran Turismo is like more professional racing. Forza is gets both racing and open world, depending on which game you get. Need for Speed is just that on drugs in downtown Los Angeles at night. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Need for Speed. Need for Speed is... Burnout 2 is... Burnout is crashing cars. A lot of, oh, a lot yeah. of, yeah, a lot of car games out there that I think you would enjoy if you enjoy cars because you can soup up cars. You, you can, can play the Cars video game. Cars, the TV if show, you're an the achievement, movie. If yeah. you're an achievement hunter, easy achievements. But don't get it on Gamefly. <laughs> Do not get it on Gamefly. It is fun though. Actually, Cars one well, and the two. The movie's good. Yeah. yeah, the video games are actually surprisingly wow. fun, except for Mater's like Racerama. Oh, shit, that one sucked. I could have told you <laughs> the Mater one. Bad marks for Mater's Racerama or whatever. Something like that. It's yeah. But Cars one and two is fun. Yeah. So I'm there are a lot of a copy of Cars three. There are a lot of racing games out there if you enjoy cars because they actually have like real life cars. Oh, what was that one racing game that we both uh, platinum? Tabletop. Tabletop. Racing. You fucking do not play tabletop racing. Eh, it's fun. Maybe play it if you're not planning on platinuming it. So the next family friendly game, kid friendly game is basically anything by Telltale Games. They're not family friendly. Family friendly meaning there are. There's Guardians of the Galaxy. There's, there's The Walking Dead. There's yeah, Game but, of Thrones. But they're not swearing a bunch. They're not like it's only shooting people. Have you not played The Walking Dead? I guess I have. I've played Game of Thrones, Borderlands, and at the end of I episode one of, of the Game of Thrones Telltale game, some dude gets stabbed in I the guess. neck. But kids who are like 15, who cares? Oh, also, I it's talking about kids like well, I'm not a seven year old. If they're seven, they're gonna they have kids. Like yeah, play that. Minecraft Story Mode yeah. for Telltale Games, which is next. We're gonna talk about Minecraft <laughs> only for like two seconds because I really don't care about Minecraft. But All right. tell, Telltale You're Games are gone. Held to your head, you have to pick between lacrosse, Minecraft, and okay. <laughs> so Telltale Games are kind of easy, meaning they're not requiring a lot of hand eye coordination all the time. It's a lot of story based games in that the moves you're making are not. There may be what are called QTEs, which are quick time events, which are when something's happening, you need to press a button when it says to press a button, right. and then you're done. 
that's it. And then most of it's just like going through a story and watching what happens happen. So it's a, that, it's a narrative. It's a narrative. Yeah. It's more so it's of a more. movie style or TV show style game. And there are a lot of there are Batman. There's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Borderlands, all these other kind of games that are just like cartoons or characters you know. Back to the Future, I think. Back is to one. the Future. They're just car- they're characters you know, stories you know, but like a different little twist on them. And just like you're watching a game, but kind of interacting with it as well and kind of like making the things happen. So Telltale games are pretty easy to understand. Next one is Castle, Castle Crashers, which we swear by. The best. Awesome game. Yeah. It's a co-op. It's still one of the like the still top awesome. games downloaded on Xbox. Too. Awesome. There are it's co-ops. You can have four people play. Yep. It's basically cartoon nights, but it's very funny. It's a very actually difficult game in terms of it gets hard, and then if you play it again, it gets harder on like a harder difficulty. You unlock cool characters, different swords. It's just a very unique. It should be an art style too because it's a very cool art style and very funny. But it's just like a. A game that is equal parts badass, but equal parts like funny and oh shit. Whoa. I just hit my mic. Easy there, Tiger. Um, talking with my hands. So it's equal parts funny, equal parts badass, and like cool uh, sword combat game. We enjoy it. Look up Castle Crashers and you'll, even the company that makes them, Behemoth, they make a lot of cool games. They remastered it, so it's like available yeah, like it's everywhere now. Switch, it's available on every single console. You'll probably still get it for like pretty cheap on yeah. if you just go with the OG 360 yeah. version. So Minecraft, we'll talk about for like two seconds. You take blocks and that's you put it. them that, places. That's two seconds. Your six-year-old probably already knows about Minecraft, so we don't need to talk about that. You're probably staring at them right now listening yeah. to this episode. Don't play with Wondering them. Wondering why They'll you tell didn't you whatever it. They did. So the next one is Civilization, which is more of a point, series. Yep. It's a point-and-click strategy game. strategy game where you build civilizations. And what? I know. Weird. Huh. And then you kind of... There, I think they did a twist of it where it's like if you want to play as like a Roman civilization or Egyptian or like other things like that, you can do that. But it's basically like you're making a town or a civilization and improving things and building things. And then I think you uh, deal with attackers or is that wrong? I haven't played a Civ game in a long time. I mean, you're you're building a civilization, so it's a strategy. You might have enemies. It's, it's a real time strategy yeah. game. Yeah, you're you're gonna have enemies. Think like the real world. Yeah. You know, you pick a civilization, you start building it. The so Roman you, Empire. People are always coming after the Roman Empire because it was an empire. Gandhi once started a fucking war with me. Yeah. I nuked the shit out of him yeah. though. So it's, it's let him know what was up. Stole all his resources. You're getting resources. You're creating improvements of your civilization. You're making sure your people are happy and protected. And it's just it's simple. It's just point and click. You're not like really doing a lot in terms of i need it to takes make a sure while all to like these really get into and then yeah you're like building it over time so that takes a while too and then finally for family friendly basically any lego game ever like ever yeah all of the lego games they're legos there's not a bad one not a bad one in the bunch star wars legos indian lego indiana jones lego batman lego the hobbit lego marvel lego harry potter Lego Star Wars, did you mention? I said Star Wars. Lego the movie. If you like the Lego movies, those are there. There's a game called Lego Dimensions where you could have like that little was, characters yeah, and that then put them okay. in the game if you wanted to. There's just all kind of, if you enjoy Legos, if your kids enjoy Legos, they will love the games. It's humorous. They're all entertaining, all stuff to do. It's awesome. So just throw a rock, hit any Lego game, and it'll be a banger. It'll be awesome. 
your kids will enjoy it because it's basically playing with Legos without having a bin full of various Legos around the house, which I think everybody has at some point in their lives. Yeah. They have just a bucket full of various Legos that were once part of a set, but now there's seven sets together. But this is a game, so they they do very good jobs with it. So the last category we're going to get to is games in a series. So these are games that... Haven't we already been doing that? Kind of. Some of these, but these are games where it's like, these are, there are three games in a series and they all kind of hold up. Like they're all pretty good. There are some games where it's like, yeah, they made four of them, but really you only want to play one of them. I suppose. Like, or they, yeah, we only talk about like two of them because I really haven't played like Persona 5. Have you played Persona 1 or 2? Three? No, I played a little bit of four. A little bit of four. Like, and there's some games that get better. Like Halo, there's 17 Halo games, it feels like. Some of them yeah, are, a lot of some of them aren't great. Some of them are there are a bunch of Call of Duties. There are a bunch of battlefields. Some of them are okay. Some of them are good. Some of them may be great. These games are in a series where it's it kind of like takes on off after the first, the second, the third game. It's kind of a story that goes through the whole entire thing where all of them are kind of like good games in their own right. So the first one I'm gonna talk about is Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect. It's great. It kind of it's an RPG like we talked about. It's a pretty long game as well. But it fits this game in a series because there are three games of Mass Effect in the trilogy. Mass Effect Andromeda is not. Is that the one we don't talk about? That is the one we don't talk about. That is the fourth one that is not good. It has nothing to do with the first three. It's just in the same kind of realm. But you're in space. Mass Effect is another series that I got to go back and play. You should. It's awesome. So it is in space. Are all three of them backwards? Yeah, they are. Yes, I have the trilogy on Xbox 360 if you want it. You're not keeping it. That's mine, though. Well, you don't have an Xbox 360 anymore. What Doesn't are you going to do with it? Doesn't matter. I'm keeping that. You should just give me all your 360 games. The Xbox One, they're back, backwards compatible. On oh, Xbox yeah, One. I suppose. How dare you? Damn it, I should have fucking just told you they're not. <laughs> Mass Effect, you're in space. You're making a lot of essential decisions on how the human race and other alien races survive this giant wave of enemies, enemy aliens who are back, who are pissed, who want to take you out and you are a commander of an army, and you basically have to navigate your way through the three games, and then it ends on three. It ends a trilogy of games. And you're just, the thing I like about these games, and also the Dragon Age series, which is they're both by Bioware games who make great games because the f- decisions you make in the first game apply to the second game. And then when you play the second game, those decisions that you make in the second game ultimately apply in the third yeah one. like when you back so up they, your saves they yeah. carry through all of the games so it's like yeah that dude died in the first game he's not coming back in the second one he's not coming back in the third you have to deal with the fact that that dude is dead and cannot help you and or it's you, your fault or you pissed off these people and you should not have done that so they will not be around to help you when all these aliens come and want to kill you like it, it matters and you have to either choose to be a good guy or a bad guy recruit certain people become friends with them help them out and deal, do certain side quests that if you don't do these certain side quests, your ship gets blown up at the end. Like it, or you, if you did these certain side quests, your ship survives. Or you're, you pick the right squad, your team might live. If you pick the wrong squad, they might die. And then you don't have them for the rest of the game. You might need to start over or load a, reload a save and do it again. So Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 are fantastic. I love them. The character Which design. Is your favorite out of the three? 2, because yeah. it's kind of like Empire. It's like, a bunch of shit happens, some stuff that's not good, and then it's like it doesn't really end. It's like leaves you on a cliffhanger, kind of. So it's really cool. The next one is Dragon Age, which is basically Mass Effect, the same stuff I just mentioned, but in Dragon and Knights form. 
world, universe, realm, whatever you want to call it. So one's in space with Mass Effect, the other one's in a mystical world with dragons and swords and knights and stuff and castles in Dragon Age, which is awesome. Dragon Age 1 or Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, and Dragon Age Inquisition. There will be more in the series later. They're still working on it, but it is still three games that go together and are awesome. And you can even see how your decisions make like a tree of like, okay, that happened and that made this happen. Then this person made this happen together. I can't do this unless I recruit this guy or talk to this guy. It's just so intricate. It takes forever, but they're awesome. I love them every t- all the time. The next one is Bioshock, which we love. Bioshock is one of the coolest stories. I still have to play Infinite. Me too. But Bioshock is essentially underwater 1920s. Kind of. 1920s. Mm, No. Yes. No. Yes. That universe is like the 30s. No. Pretty sure. No. Like I'm thinking like old gangsters and stuff. 60s. I just played Bioshock. Okay. Well, it's an underwater city, which is... But it's like stuck in a time. Bioshock period. One takes place in 1960. Okay, but the underwater, the Rapture is set in a different time period. That's what I meant. No, it says Bioshock takes place in 1960 in the fictional underwater city of Rapture. It was built in the 1940s by That's Andrew what I'm saying, Ryan, and it's stuck in the 40s. Like okay, it, like it yeah, hasn't guess, changed since the 40s. Is what I'm saying. Sure, you are dealing with, but you're still. Yes. It's in 1960, though. It's in 1960, but you are you crash a plane and then you are only way out is down into Rapture, which is an underwater city that's basically stuck in the 40s, and it's like run down, and there's a bunch of like creatures running around. Everyone's on drugs. Everyone's on drugs. It's like, like we happy few. They try. Yeah, they tried to make a underwater utopia, but it didn't work. And then you are discovering the aftermath of that and trying to figure out what the hell happened, how you can get out, what you can do here while people are coming after you. And it's a really cool game. The Bioshock 2 is more of that. You're back in Rapture doing more stuff, but it's a different point of view. So you're not the same guy. You're just like a different point of view now. And then Bioshock Infinite, you're actually above ground in in a city in the air, I think. If I think so, yeah, I remember correctly. It's just not rapture in the in the water. It's it's above. Sure, it's a it's a I hate (laughs) and you yell at me for making bad jokes. That's all right, though. So Bioshock, there's a collection. You can get all three in one case that's out. Go get it. It's awesome. Like you will. It's one of the most interesting stories, I think. And it's kind of spooky a little bit. Like it scares me a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of jump scares. Yeah, it's creepy, cool, terrifying, but somehow like still badass at the same time. Like you're just oh, killing yeah. these dudes with a wrench. It's all, and there's like deep sea diver guys that you like are super tough to kill. And they're like coming after you called Big Daddies. It's awesome. Nice. So Borderlands is the next one. Borderlands is a good one. Borderlands is great. It's basically a looter shooter with a lot of humor in it, which I enjoy the hell out of. It's a very funny game. It's super cool. There is the Handsome Collection, which is one, two, and the pre-sequel, right? No, the Handsome Collection was two and the pre-sequel. I thought I had one. Two and the, okay. So there no, are, one was standalone that they, I thought it was only on like, 360 oh, and PS3, right, right, but then they eventually you're remastered right. it. You're right. So The Switch version that's coming out in a month, I think is going to include Borderlands 1, 2, and... um the pre-sequel so there are four technically borderlands games yes there's borderlands one borderlands two five if you count the telltale one yeah borderlands the pre-sequel and borderlands three which just came out a couple months ago 
it's this, i still have to play the um new dlc that just dropped for that yeah. too it's kind of post-apocalyptic but it's like on another planet where it's kind of a desolate planet called pandora it's basically like kind of anarchy whatever One and two whatever goes on pandora go- yeah three is three is not but it's three starts on pandora i want to say but like dude three is yeah are you ever gonna get on that i will i'll play it it's quarantine i will you can't I'll, tell people I what to have play. to listen to my own advice I'm, yeah you i'm gotta, gotta listen to this podcast i have it physically you can borrow it maybe we'll see you won't it's just por- won't. borderlands is kind of a post-apocalyptic kind of an anarchy kind of a weird universe where it's anything goes people are going to kill you if they don't if you look at them funny there's no repercussions for doing that but yet companies still exist so they're like they kind of the four or whatever companies run basically everything they make everything they sell you guns and there's just guns everywhere tons of guns tons of humor tons of people you're killing but you can also like upgrade your characters in certain ways to make their max out their abilities and say their special power is like the most badass thing ever it's just awesome and there are a bunch of cool character designs and the art style is really cool it's kind of like i don't know the kind of art style i know it's got a name cell shading cell shading that's what it it's is. like lightly cell shading. lightly cell shading but it, you can tell like it's void not, bastards is a lot more cell a lot more cell shaded but it's still like cell shaded in terms of these aren't just like human looking people there. right so it's they look like humans, but they're cell shaded in a way that looks like a really cool art style. And it's it's funny, it's badass. Like there's a lot of just cool stuff you can do. And even there's even a guy in Borderlands 2 named Face McShooty, who the only shoot pur- me in the face. only purpose he has is to tell you to shoot him in the face multiple times and yells at you, shoot me in the face. That is a side quest that you do. And then you shoot him in the face. He says, Thank you. And then that's it. So it's just the amount of creativity they put in that is just awesome. So the next one is Uncharted, the Uncharted Collection plus Uncharted 4, which is out as well. This is basically Indiana Jones, the game. If you want to, you know, just be as easy as possible to understand. Indiana Jones, if you know what that is, basically a guy who explores caves and old architect not architecture, ancient like ruins and stuff, and basically finds treasure. He's a treasure hunter and he gets into a lot of trouble because a lot of other all these other people know about the treasure and they don't want to share it with him because they're not nice people like us. We'll share it with you. I won't. Okay, I'm a nice person. I'll share it with Unless you. Unless if you like lacrosse. If you like then lacrosse, all bets are off. if you like lacrosse, you need more help than my treasure. So, it's basically this witty, sarcastic kind of asshole who is a ladies' man who basically is Indiana Jones, I guess. I can't or or Tomb, or it's, Tomb it's, Raider, it's, but a man. It's Indiana Jones. If like let's Indiana, just call it what it is. It's Indiana it's Jones. It's Indiana Jones again. But he's a very charismatic guy who basically the if you need to know anything about the game, you can kind of understand that the whole mechanic is that you're not getting shot at or getting hit by bullets. It wasn't like your luck running out. Your luck is running out. So this guy you is, eventually get shot. You eventually get shot and then die with the last bullet. So your like screen is getting red, but it's just your luck is running out. So this guy is a very lucky guy who just happens to be in a lot of the right spots. He's also very knowledgeable of what he's doing. It's just that clearly a bunch of stuff can go should be going wrong to this guy, but it's not. And he's just like figuring it all out and discovering these old ancient ruins and all these treasures and stuff. And then going on to the next adventure in some faraway land. So it's very cool, very funny, very 
action-packed. It's basically like an Indiana Jones movie without Harrison Ford in it. So that's about it. So the next one is God of War, the God of War series, bunch of games. You are a god of war. And what can you imagine that a god of war does? Basically kicks ass all day. That's his job, is to just like be a badass. And in the last one, which is for PS4, the most recent one, he's a dad now. He's the dad of war. The god of dads. The god of dads. He basically is, well, I'm going to go kick this guy's ass over here. While my son watches. Because he's talking shit about my kid. All right? It's like, yes, I know my kid's lame. Yeah. But only how he's got a bow and arrow. Okay? I get it. He's a work in progress. <laughs> Don't think you're perfect either. I'm going to kick your ass with my grizzly beard and my axe. It's just Kratos is his name. He is basically what he does is he is going to on these adventures and has these insane strength abilities where he just bulldozes anybody who gets in his way and pisses him off. He's the God of War. He's the God of War. You don't even need to know more than that. It's just God of War. Go check it out. It's awesome. It's on PlayStation. There's, I think it's on Xbox or is it? No, it's Sony Sony exclusive. Sony Sony exclusive. So it's only on PlayStation, but it's worth it, especially the new one. The new one, you don't even need to know anything about the previous ones. There's, I think, three of them before. God of War, God of War 2, there's God of a War ton. 3. There's like the three main ones, and then there's like other ones, spinoff ones, yeah. Yeah. So go play God I mean, of War. You just fucking pick one up, start from the beginning, and just go. Yeah. So f- the they last sell one. sell all that shit in collections now. The last game we're going to talk about in this whole entire episode, Amar is going to head this one. Finally, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy. What this, do you want to know about Final Fantasy? This is a game where there are 20 of them. <laughs> are we talking like main series or We're, are we talking including spinoffs? I mean, am I even close? Are we talking main Just series? Total. Total. Total? Yeah. Including spinoffs. Total games that have the name Shit, Final dog. Fantasy in them. Dog. It's like 40? I don't know. So that It's more than 20 for sure. Yeah. These are... The mainline series, there's... 15 15 but they remade the first how many like six of them the first 12 have been re-released yeah like they, several times they are, so they one, make these games one two three four five and six have been re-released a couple times seven on different is coming systems. out seven has been re-released on ps3 xbox one ps or no PS4, Xbox One, because PS3, there was just the yeah. PS Classics. But yeah, now they remade that one. Eight just got, was the most recent one to get re released. Nine was re released. Ten was re released on Switch. Yeah. So these games. There's so many of them. Can you play. basically explain the story or like the. Of which one, though? Well, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's not the, one of those. How about the feeling of the game? Because no. every every game is different. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. This is not a. I I personally this don't is a fully series. understand what Final Fantasy is because I don't think it could probably be described in this like is a, a sentence. series that is a series in the sense that they all have the same title. Yeah. That, it's like that's Fast it. and Furious. That's it. Yeah. Well, like, Fast and Furious, I'd like to think the same stuff happens, but I apparently they rob banks now. I, I don't, don't know what's going on with that yeah. series. Apparently anymore. they rob banks and need like armored vehicles now I yeah don't know. no i each thought one it was is, about like fast final fight. fantasy you can just pick one and go yeah. they're all different like they have a couple so like 10 had 10 2 as a spinoff 
So that one kind of continues the story of 10. Same with 13 and 13 2 and Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. Like these are all different games. But different characters, different, different story. Yeah, yep. like it's just amazing how they just come up like, yep, this is the story now. Yep. And it's like a full-fledged game. And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to remake it in like, 20 years yep. and we're just gonna seven, like release seven it is completely different from different. eight eight is different from nine nine yeah. is different from ten so do you know 11 and 14 are mmorpgs is there anything they have in common besides the kind of like gameplay where it's turn-based i mean some of them did yeah like seven eight and nine well one through nine basically one through one through ten were all turn-based but like they all were different in their own way they were different in terms of how you progressed your characters and like how you buffed your stats. Like seven was very big on materia. So like you would locate materia and you would affix the materia to your weapons and to your armor. Eight was very big on guardian forces. So like to beef up your characters, it wasn't so much about leveling up, but it was about obtaining these guardian forces. There wasn't like, Hey, I just learned how to cast blizzard. You had to like extract blizzard, Mm. you know? Nine was a little bit more traditional, but they had their own like limit break called trance. Ten just fucking threw everything out and said, we're doing Here's a sphere grid shit. system. Yeah. Twelve was fun. Twelve is basically Star Wars. Hmm. That's the easiest way to put it is twelve is basically the story of twelve is you start uh, with this character whose name is Vaughn. Um, his brother died in the Royal Dalmascan army. He wants to be a sky pirate. He then meets um, Fran and Balthier. Balthier is a sky pirate and Fran is this like, ah, shit, I forgot like what the actual name of like her people are. Fran FF12. A Jedi. (laughs) No, but she's basically, um, she's a non-Hume, but I forgot like what their actual Viera. Okay. So, but she looks like a bunny. Okay. So, Balthier on solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, there is princess Ash. Okay. Who you, I'm assuming have to save from something. Yep. You have to make sure she doesn't get fucking capped. Okay. Um, there's an evil guy. Probably there's lots. Is, is yep. a there's a whole entire Imperial army that you're trying to stop. Literally empire. Like final fantasy 12 is star Wars. Okay. Like, but it's I, great, which I guess if you're a star Wars fan, that's probably one to start with. It's, well, that's what I told you when, when that comes to game pass, yeah, I should out of all the final fantasies, play that one because you'll yeah. basically be like, Hey, this is fucking star Wars. I love star Wars. So yeah. it final fantasy, I guess is its own thing. There's nothing like it. It's, I would say, it's going to be intimidating. Pick one and go. Pick one and go. Just not 13. Just try it. Try the old school one and maybe if you want to do it chronologically, that's go ahead. It won't but matter. you don't have to. There's yeah. literally dozens of these things. Okay, so here I okay, going back to your earlier one, is there something that's the same across the games? Yes, summons. What? Summons are the same across the game. Like if uh Ifrit, Shiva, Bahamut like those are all common. So every time a Final Fantasy game has summons, you'll see those summons. Those are like staples. Okay. So they're loosely connected. Just based off of a just little bit. summons. Yep. Shiva some is have a, Shiva. Some have a, it's what we are describing probably doesn't help anybody make World a decision of Final to play Fantasy a Final Fantasy is game. about two random kids that can collect smaller Final Fantasy characters to stack on their heads while they battle. It's just crazy. no two like, are the same. It's just insane. It's a great many, series, nonetheless. Many, and 
I think Final once you Fantasy play it, 15, you get the other ones. Final Fantasy 15 is about a ragtag boy band group where one of them is royalty, basically, I don't know, fucking traveling, I guess, taking a road trip, going to meet the prince's wife. Like, it just, how does that just, like, yep, new Final Fantasy game, whatever, they're in Mexico now. That's just what it is. Might as well be. You know, now they're in a drug cartel. Oh, now they're creating a music. There's actually a Final Fantasy Now they're going fishing. Yep. Now they're driving in a car. They're on a road trip. It's yep. like, it's just, you have to see what it is and look it up just to just have any kind of the idea. Best recommendation. And then once you play one, I think you'll be like, okay, I get it. The I, best, get what these, I get what they're doing. The best recommendation I can ever give anyone when they ask me, I've never played Final Fantasy. Where should I start? You could literally print out a dartboard and label it yeah, just one through 12 close your eyes put your finger down one. on one they're all one. except 13 they're all great hmm. they're all fun which is a pretty good testament i guess if if any of one of these will be fun you might not be into it you might you know hey but then there's always another one to try if you're like you know what i'll give two a shot like give me 10 and like nine i'll see if any of those are close then maybe i'll try the newer ones they look kind of interesting Maybe i'll try an old one maybe i liked them back in the day who knows like they're just their own thing so if you don't just if these games are literally in the giant series they're not super connected but you kind of can get whatever you want out of it if it's hey, I looked it up. This looks like a story that I could vibe with, like the Star Wars one of 12. It's like, yep, I kind of heard this story before. I enjoy it. Gameplay mechanics are pretty cool. Characters are pretty interesting. I'm assuming there's a lot of story, a lot of character arcs, a lot of yeah, different, each, each different game, weapons, different moves you're doing. Each game individually will, will run you 40 hours minimum. Yeah, they're long games as well. That's kind of the culmination of all of these, where it's like you can pick one up and it's not too complicated, so it's not like you're... If you're new to gaming, you can try Final Fantasy and maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but it's not super hard to pick up. It's a long game that's going to take you a lot of time. It's a game in a series, and they're also pretty well you know, liked for their graphics and their gameplay mechanics and the way they look and play. So I think that's a good way to end our final you know, category with Final Fantasy. So go play them. Go try these out. We hope you ha- we helped you guys. I know it's going to be a long time, so just kind of you know, hunker down and get some games. Play some games. They're dope. They last longer than movies and TV shows. That's for damn sure. They're a hell of a lot more fun. They're a lot, hell of a lot more fun. So we will t- uh, talk to you guys next week with our next episode. Have about a good more one. coronavirus about games. More, yeah, about more stuff you can do. While Pandemic is a game you could play during this outbreak. True, it's on yeah. Game Pass. Our next week's episode will be more games you can play while you are inside. <laughs> We're kidding. That's we'll talk about board games next we'll week. We'll talk about something else. Board certified board games. We should do that. That makes too much sense. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys next week have a good one peace